Hello, everyone. Welcome to Online Seller UK podcast. My name is Prabhat and I'm founder of Online Seller UK. And uh, we are doing this series of Amazon related podcasts for some time. Uh, it's just to help Amazon sellers out there to gain insights on how Amazon works. And today I've got Pradeep with me, founder of and CEO of Donsfield. And Pradeep has really good experience of selling on Amazon, especially Amazon USA. So welcome to our podcast, Pradeep. Well, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Excellent. So Pradeep, why don't you introduce yourself and we'll just straight dive into the topic. Sure, sure. Um, so I had an odd career. I was actually a scientist by training and I traveled the world for a bit. Um, eventually, I ended up in China teaching there and was vice president for a biotech company. And whilst there, um, I saw a potential because I had all these manufacturing factories uh, around me. So I went there, visited them. And then I saw some data uh, when talking to one factory owner and he said, you know, do you know about Amazon FBA? So I went away, did my research uh, because it's my DNA research. Um, and I realized there's opportunity. So I started small scale um, selling into the UK and EU. Uh, and then I realized there's an even bigger opportunity in the US marketplace, Amazon marketplace. And I started selling there. Um, it's been probably two years now. Uh, we have projected for 3.5 million in revenue, in sales, I should say, in Amazon. Um, so what I really want to do today is talk about how a non-US person um, can establish himself in the US Amazon marketplace. And because I think people get fooled sometimes, because the US Amazon marketplace is a beast in itself, it's huge, and it's different from selling in other Amazon marketplaces. Yeah, so uh, obviously the the size of the market is really appealing for everyone to sell on Amazon USA. Um, is there any other reason than the size of the market that we should sell in Amazon USA? Yeah, so um, I was reading a latest statistic, I think from last year. So Amazon itself has over 200 million Prime members, right? And these are people who are uh, subscribed to their Prime membership, not even general traffic. Out of that 200 million, 112 are prime members in the USA. If you look at the population, it's like 320, 350 million. That's a huge percentage. And even if you grab 1% of the market, that's, that's a good uh, uh, margins there. And you're right. Besides that, Amazon obviously comes from the USA, so they're more established. What I really like about it is that if you look at online traffic throughout, if you look at Walmart, Macy's and Target, their percentage of online traffic pool is around 40%. So you have the prime membership, the uh, online traffic that comes to Amazon because it's kind of default shopping search engine. And also what appeals uh, to me is the logistical capabilities. I think they're up to now 110, maybe more fulfillment centers across the USA. So they're well networked and they all have their own flight and logistical capabilities. Um, so that's what appeals uh, um, to me and others who want to go into the U.S. Amazon marketplace. Yeah, excellent. So with that potential, you know, before we were talking or recording this podcast, we were saying it's it's not an easy game at sometimes people uh, will talk about. So uh, let's start talking about logistics. I think that's that's one of the key elements to be successful. So. Um, what sort of logistics we need to think about before or plan about before selling onto Amazon USA? Yeah, so I think the first thing before getting products in, yeah, a lot of people get confused is what kind of seller am I going to be? Um, 
some people say wholesale on online arbitrage private label um so i'm particularly a private label person i've dabbed into wholesale it's it's i'm still in uncharted territories but i believe the figure was 47% of online sellers and amazon i think two one, one year ago were private label sellers so that means that you have a product you put your company name and brand and sell it into the usa as your own product um so when you look at that i think it's very important to see you get the right product at the right time um uh, and to know where you are a story i tell prabat with people is that we know about uh, uber eats and justice and delivery and it's a billion dollar revenue right but no one knows about takeaway taxis which was in the 1980s or early night uh 90s and this couple of guys in new york had this idea i believe is in new york um correct me if i'm wrong anyone so they had all this idea they put go to restaurants do all the takeaways shuttle across taxis what the actual business models now but they went bankrupt they defaulted because the timing was wrong because they didn't have the internet so now if they had the idea now they'd be billionaires or walking around um owning a company worth billions so when you source a product and you look at logistics the timing and the product has to be right for the amazon us market so please please um hire help or use software like jungle scout helium 10 uh, merchant worlds and so forth to see what kind of product you're sourcing uh the key is to see past sales ranking and reviews or keywords ranking for ppc for the product you want to source and what people make a mistake is um they'll go on to a jungle scout helium 10 they look at monthly revenue they say whoa let's go for this product but you got to use the software and other data very correct look at the longitudinal data look at 1 3 6 months what the curves are telling you and then look at one or two years because again amazon usa is established market you have that data there so you look at that and then you source your product say oh this is a good product uh we can um source this and we can um i have profit margins that are very good um you're looking typically at a profit margin of 20% or to 25% uh maybe uh you're looking at uh five times what you're sourcing so you give yourself a buffer for so if you you know buy something for 1 pound uh you want to sell 5 to 6 pounds if not more because you want to take into logistics you want to take into um uh if amazon fba fees and also please please take in account ppc so once you do all that you do your sourcing here's a trick probably people miss out right you want to send something to the usa people say oh i'm going to get something from china or vietnam i'm going to call to uh, my country to the uk oh it's all nice let's go yes you want to see it yourself but get a relative or get a company or agency and send some samples across to the usa because then you encounter border uh, problems if there's any any tracking problems any logistical problems then you know the item can be shipped to the usa so once you all do that now and you got correct product then you talk about logistics and sorry i've i've been long-winded but when you talk about logistics the usa and uh, make sure that you actually source from the correct country uh what the model probat is that people say oh i'm going to alibaba china vietnam so forth but have you looked at south america it's across the border from the usa you save a lot of money is your product being manufactured in mexico or colombia or latin america anywhere 
So let's save some money and source from the correct person. And also ask your manufacturer, oh, uh, can you give me a price of what the price for shipping was throughout the year? I mean, shipping prices change and you can see variations. Be conservative, go to the highest uh, cost and do your margins there because shipping costs, particularly now, is changing crazy prices, as you know, right? The ports are clogged up, logistics crazy. So you want to do that and keep, carefully keep logistics the same. And then you have to decide ocean versus air. Uh, do you want to ship through ocean, which is cheaper but slower? California, Los Angeles is clogged up. Um, now containers are getting stacked up, so time is um, not on your side. But if you're gonna do air flight, it's five times more costing is going up. So you gotta decide on your margins. Do a small trial run. I suggest that and see if products can go into Amazon FBA, how long it takes, track those figures and numbers and see if this is viable. Or you can be strategic and say, you know what? Um, there's 110 fulfillment centers, right? Here's another key I tell people. New York will be more expensive. New Jersey fulfillment center will be more expensive to ship into compared to Indiana. So can you be strategic and get a 3PL warehouse near Indiana, ship to Indiana and then feed into Indiana fulfillment center? This is just an example. Uh, obviously Amazon det uh, de uh, determines where you ship to. And once you got that, then you know what your kind of track run is, how much it will cost, and what the cheaper centers are. So it's trial and error logistically, and you've got to be strategic. So just to sum up that to your question, uh, correct rightly, source correctly, check your samples into the USA, make sure you choose correctly between ocean and air, give yourself a margin uh, to get into that, and be strategic about where you ship and if you can use a 3PL center. Excellent. I think it's, it's an important issue and a lot of people do sometimes uh, take those things really lightly and then get stuck. So uh, I think really good advice. So other thing we were talking about insurance, I know some of the things like we never think about. So you, you mentioned before, before we were recording, you know, there is some issues with insurance or something we need to think about. Do you want to highlight that fact? Yes, correct. Yeah, I really want to touch upon this, particularly for non-US sellers um, mm -hmm. selling into the U US. Amazon recently changed the insurance policy uh, for these sellers um, and what it needs. So for me, Amazon is my friend. It's like an ecosystem, right? We're all citizens in Amazon ecosystem. And just like the laws or taxes or whatever changes, we need to go with the ecosystem and, and the governance of Amazon. So you just have to act like a good citizen, basically, and go with the rules. And, and to be honest with you, if you think about it, is a fair system as well. And they have to uh, negate certain things so they can protect the ecosystem as well. So recently, they changed the insurance rules. Um, so this is particularly important if you have uh, $10,000 more, uh, more than $10,000 in gross sales, per month on Amazon. So that's important. Or if Amazon requests you to change the insurance. So most sellers hopefully will hit more than $10,000, particularly if you're selling into the USA, you want to have that baseline. And then there's specific policy requirements about how much level of coverage you need, what has to be named and so forth. Uh, so I'm not an insurance broker or expert or so forth, but um, you have to meet these criteria 
And what happens is traditional UK or other EU insurers, see if you're online retail, you can get go to the traditional vendors, insurers and get insurance for the UK. But once you say, oh, 80% or 90% of my uh, revenue or exposure is happening in the USA marketplace, they're more reluctant or it's impossible to get insurance because they don't want to expose themselves, right? So you need to find the right brokers or the right insurance agencies to cover you from the UK. And once you get those documents, those have to spell out correct requirements, then you upload them into Amazon. So hopefully after this talk, you might put my email down. Um, and if anyone's stuck, please do email me and I can forward you on to the right insurers. It depends on your revenue and so forth. And, um, and I'm sure you can get help. Excellent. So I think you've given us good advice. So I, we can wrap up now. So is there any other things you want to add about selling on Amazon US before we wrap up? Yes, just have uh, to maintain success, please, you know, research your keywords very carefully in the USA. They're always changing. Optimize your listing. Look at your PPC on a daily basis. It's competitive. Look at your bids. It has to be like a daily morning ritual track your competition and you know odd one and i tell people and they say what what's this is be aware of world affairs if you're if you know if you look pick up the ft or the news you'll see the suez canal getting blocked you'll see containers not happening you can see uh, amazon stopping visa payment this has an effect knock-on effect on sellers so be aware of world affairs and also be persistent i know people say oh be persistent be successful but particularly Amazon USA, you will be uh, attacked by infringements. You will have constant you know, um, insurance or tax or certain documents you have to upload. Um, it just takes some time and some trial and error and be persistent and it will pay off eventually. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, thank you for the time. And I'm excited if anyone wants anything, please do contact me. Yes, so thank you very much Pradeep again for your time today. So. That was Pradeep from Donsfield, and Pradeep will be speaking at Amofest UK in uh, our March conference in Manchester next year. So if anybody wants to get in touch with him directly, please come and visit us then. And uh, we'll be obviously booking some more podcasts with Pradeep, so keep uh, keep keep in touch and subscribe to our YouTube channel. So if, uh, if anybody else wants to get in touch, where else? I know you mentioned... Uh, you've got LinkedIn or anything. Do you want to mention that, uh, Pradeep, before we close today? Yeah, you can email me at pks at donsville.com, uh, pks at donsville.com, or just copy and paste my name from the podcast into LinkedIn, Pradeep Kumar Sasidharan, and I'll come up. Uh, Twitter and, um, and Instagram is pksasidharan. Excellent. So thank you again. All the best. Bye for now. Thanks, Prabhat.